everyone, welcome to Sex and Violence, the punk rock movie podcast that have a lot of peas popping when it comes to my microphone. I'm freaking out about this. No, I'm not freaking out. Whatever. I'm preoccupied by it today. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. But in any case, welcome to Sex and Violence, punk rock movie podcast where we talk about bloody movies of boobs and violence and sex and wieners and wing-wangs and all sorts of graphic material that may not be safe for work. I am one of your hosts. My name is Gabriel Mara, and I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I'm Ryan Snyder. Hi, Ryan. Hello, sir. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. Got the coffee here finally again. What are we on? Cup number two? This is probably cup ten for you today. Oh, no. Actually, I, 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 wound, I wound it down a little bit. This oh. is number, like, four. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, yeah. it's... It's still early though. You still have time to catch up. True, like it's you know it's never too late for coffee for me. It just doesn't affect me anymore. Yeah, well, that's what happens. You gotta go nuts. It's always Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. It's always the Gilmore Girls with me, Ryan. I know, I know. I've heard enough about your Gilmore Girls. I saw something that they want to do like a season two of the Netflix stuff. I don't think Lauren Graham wants to do it. Oh uh, no. Um, she said that it. Ha- she doesn't feel it's necessary, but okay. I'm sure she wouldn't say no. I just browsed by an article. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, look, Gilmore Girls. Oh, look, Gay will care about that shit. He'll, yeah, he'll like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And boy, did I ever. Anyway, let's yeah. talk about our movie this week. Yeah, let's talk about it. What'd you pick? So I picked The Handmaiden. So for people who have heard me on the show before, uh, The Handmaiden, it was like my number two favorite movie of last year. It is, I've been trying to sell it to as many people as possible because it just, it didn't get a lot of play in America for some reason. I guess it's a hard sell because it is a psychosexual erotic thriller con film. Okay, Period yeah, that's, that's fairly accurate. Yeah, and it's just... I, guys, I, I just love it so much. I just I'm gonna jump on that train, man. That's I really like this actually. Yeah. I mean, it was it's like I said immediately when we were done watching. I was like, this is a little bit of like a a, a commitment to get through because mm-hmm. it is a long movie. You said like, slog, and I'm like a slog, sir. Yeah, I mean nothing against it. I'm not trying to make <laughs> any like comments, but it is. Is a, there such a thing as a good slog? Uh, maybe. Hmm. That sounds sexual. Sounds like a kid's book. You know, give me a slog, baby. I was thinking along the lines of, like, The Adventures of the Good Slog by Shel Silverstein. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That or you can make it real sexy. I mean, you know, Shel Silverstein wrote a bunch of adult plays as well. Really? Oh, yeah, he got gross. Mm. Let's I'm, keep it in mind. I'm looking that up mm. tonight. Oh, warm at 3 a.m. So, um, Ryan, I'd love to hear your attempt to describe the plot of this movie. And again, as always, people, as a sex and violence show... Um, we're, we're spoilerific. Spoilerific. So we're going to spoil everything in this movie, so if you guys really go see it, I love it so much. Ryan, I got Ryan on board. Yeah, it's. I like it. I like it a lot. I'll give you my. It wasn't uh, cruising. Should I give. Yeah. It, this is like the anti cruising, <laughs> it's flipped. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'll give you my patented 20-second review. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's see. Timer Start starts. Clock right about now. now. Okay, so it's going into a con. This uh, dude is uh, hes a con man. He's trying to get uh, this woman who's a pickpocket thief kind of person to join up with him to get this woman uh, who is like royalty to con her pretty much into marrying him, and then they're going to put her in an asylum, and then you know, get all her money and run away. And she's going to get a cut of that money. Uh, turns out, by the end of Act 1, not the case. Oh, and, 10 seconds to go. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, yeah, everyone's working against each other, and then boom, lesbian stuff. And Yeah! I love it. <laughs> that's uh, about yeah, right. Yeah, that's about right. That's a good encapsulation of that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, three acts, which I really liked that it's set up like that, because it's mm-hmm. like each... It's kind of like self-contained in each one, but it builds upon the last one really well. Yeah. I dig it. And then there's lesbian sex scenes. There's and so much. It's, it's really graphic lesbian sex. Yeah. But it's like, it's really emotional though. It's not yeah. like, I'm like, 
I'm sure it's Boner City. I mean, first time I saw it, it was it was Boner City. Let me yeah, let I can see you. it being Boner City. But also, it's just super romantic. This is a really romantic movie, weirdly so. Like, it's a love story, and you wouldn't expect coming from this director. Um, Ryan, ever seen any other Korean films before, or am I your doorway? You are my doorway into uh, all this stuff. We're gonna watch Old Boy soon, and you're gonna lo- if you love this, you're gonna love Old Boy. Is uh, is Old Boy just as long? Do I have to prepare myself? I don't think so. Old Boy is a traditional thriller, so I don't think it's as long as that, but it might be. But Old Boy moves so quickly. That one's a tough one. It's a sprint, and it's a really intense movie. I remember I asked you about this the other day at work, and I was like, so what about the uh, the remake? Like, don't Fuck, do no, it. Fuck don't do it, Ryan. It up. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, can I can I try and... I'll try and sell you what I think is so terrible about Old Boy of the remake. Uh, have you watched uh, District 9? Yeah. Yeah, Charlton Copley? Yeah. Who was an amazing actor? Yeah. Love that guy. So, um, Spike Lee remade Old Boy, and it's, uh, it's pretty straightforward, so, at the front, most of it. It's, um, you know, what's his face? Brolin does a really good job, so does Elizabeth mm-hmm. Olsen. You know, a man gets trapped in a, in a room for 15 years, he doesn't know why. And then, in the Korean version, the villain shows his face, and he's awesome, and he's charming, and he's cool. He's a protagonist of his own story. Yeah. And then in the American version, it's the most fucking confusing thing ever. It's Josh Brolin doing his awesome adventure stuff. And then when he meets Charlton Copley, who's the villain, Charlton Copley walks in from the completely wrong movie to be this character. He like he is the worst like Roger Moore Bond villain ever in Old Boy. So he walks in and it's just like you know, this this is a gritty, stylish movie. And then I would love to know what Spike was thinking, because Charlton Copley walks in and goes why, hello, Joseph. I see you've fallen into my trap. Ah. Oh. And it's weird. You'd think it would be funny, but it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's wrong. That's where you it's get that, that weird. weird villain he's thing. Weird. Like, like, in my memory, I'm pretty sure this isn't the case, but he's just like Captain Hook. Like, that's how I remember him. Just cartoonish? Yeah, like Dustin Hoffman, Captain Hook, without the gravitas. Okay. It's wrong. It's wrong, Spike. Okay. You think uh, Spike Jones would have done a better job? Oh, yeah, dude, he did an amazing job. So I just think I was like, Spike Jones doing it could be, like, sexy. Yeah, it's a sexy movie, don't get me wrong. I liked Her a lot. Yeah. Elizabeth Olsen? Hmm? No, uh, the movie Her. Spike oh, Her, Jones. yeah. yeah Wordplay. Oh, man, I cried like a little girl. Yeah, dude, like a child, I wept. Me and my buddy Tosh, we saw it in theaters the whole time, we're just, like, fighting back tears, holding hands and crying. Yeah. Like little girls, like we are. Emotional. Yeah. yeah. So let's emotional get back to these movies. little girls. Yeah, back to Handmaiden. Uh, my... Recap of the movie is just a, it's a con game, it's a shell game. A people are trying to manipulate each other into abandoning one another, but they find love in a yeah, hopeless can, place. Yeah, I, that, that was kind of sweet to me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I was gonna con you, but I kind of fell in love with you. Yeah. And then, hey, we should you know get rid of Mr. Dickbag over here. Mm-hmm. Who I actually really like this guy's performance. He's great. The actor is um, the character name was what Count Fujiwara. Yeah. But the actor the Count. is. My Wikipedia page is open to the wrong tab. Oh no. Ha Jung Woo. Yeah, he would like, from immediately his character introduction, he's charming. Mm-hmm. And his ultimate fate, like, part I of me think thinks he doesn't be... really deserve that fate. Like, he's a con man, yeah, but like, to. That's, again, spoilers, he gets like gratuitously tortured. Mm-hmm. Like, one finger cut off at a time, and then he has. 
he goes out on the greatest last line. At least I die with my cop still intact. I want that to be on your tombstone. Now. Oh, that's That'd so be wonderful. good. I think they do one like so. I only have two problems with this movie. This was really easily one of my favorite movies to come out in the last five years. I mean, I'm a I'm a Korean new wave huge fan and acolyte of that since Old Boy since 05. These Korean new wave films are awesome. They're gory and they're dark and they're beautiful and they're just so so interesting. But I only have really two flaws with the movie. But before I do that, um. Ryan, did you have... Let's, let's start with the negative, because we really liked the movie. We super got into it. We liked mm-hmm. the sex. We liked the violence. Um, what, what what did you not like about The Handmaiden? Park Chan-wook's movie. Um, my only... The length. Are you Just, bummed that it wasn't The Handmaid's Tale? The Handmaid's Tale? Oh, the Margaret Atwood thing? I, Never mind. Got me. Got me on that It'll one. It'll be coming Sorry. out soon. It's yeah. a new Hulu show. It okay. used to be a book about feminism. Oh, Really okay. good book, too, by the way. BGWs. There is some... Feminist empowerment here. Yeah, this, this is movie. this is a movie about women doing it for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the length uh, a little bit because there were a couple scenes that like kind of just dragged on, and I was like, "You can just like end this story at at a, at a certain point." Mm-hmm. Like the last like half hour of the movie, like I, I wish it was a little bit breezier. Yeah, um, that's not an unfair point. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much my only complaint with it. Everything else, I like I said, I really enjoyed it. Um, super sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, violent in the just a sprinkling of violence like yeah. throughout and it's really nice and then there's like that weird like masochistic like sexual violence S&M. like yeah S&M stuff going on but like not in like the uh, your girlfriend's like reading Fifty Shades of Grey mm-hmm. way like they, this is so yeah. much sexier than Fifty Shades of whatever yeah did you ever watch that movie? um I watched about 30 minutes of it and I just couldn't... I heard they're, like, actually, like, bad. I couldn't guess... I just couldn't get past visually what they were doing. Even visually, just didn't make any sense. Okay. I read the first book. I had a bet with uh, my wife, and I was like, I will read, like, all three of these, because you mm-hmm. love them. But you have to do me a favor and read, like... You have to read through my entire favorite run of a comic. Did she do it? No. I read the, I read the first <laughs> I read the first one, and she was still in college, so she's like, I don't have time for fucking comic books. Aww. I was like, I, but I made time out of my schedule to read this fanfic bullshit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Twilight fanfic. Yeah. So, actually, it, it actually did help, because during the uh, the giant, you know, craze of Fifty Shades, still I was one on, of the only it? guys that, like, in any circle of friends I had that I'd actually read that book, and I felt entitled to my opinion. Fair enough. That's how I always feel about these things. Yeah. That's why I like... You like, know, don't shit on it unless you've seen it. Exactly. That's kind of my thing. So, I read it, and I was more than happy to shit on it. Um, I like I like smut. I mean, this is a movie about porn. Like, straight Yeah, up. this is... But, again, it's tasteful. Very a, tasteful and, yeah. like, romantic. And, again, like, uh, I wouldn't watch this, like, you said, like, your parents opened up the DVD, mm-hmm. and I can't imagine, like, watching this with my mother. Like, I would make me uncomfortable. Look, it is artistically and tastefully well made. Yeah, it's a gorgeous movie. There's that one, there's a couple shots in this movie that make me, like, cry, and my favorite one in the whole film, maybe, like, in movies over a very long time, it's where she's waiting for the count to come in for her lesson mm-hmm. and it's that really really wide shot of them just standing there and then the sun crosses over like the shadow like the clouds oh the yeah sun. i did catch that one like, i really oh, like that yeah like it takes my breath away park chan wook's amazing yeah his like i said to you like right when it started like the camera movements are really like fluid beautiful like does that like intro shot where you're like looking up the stairs and it's mm-hmm. one long take it's really it's really pretty yeah. it's a really pretty movie to look at yeah so i'll go to my two problems and then i have a question for you sure my two problems are that I feel like I was going to what you were saying that I really liked Count Fujiwara. I thought it was an interesting character. He was fun. He was cool. He was smart. He's interesting. And I feel like there's the, that line they add in that one line. I think just to make you hate him and not feel so bad about him getting killed, where he says, uh, "And man, women feel the greatest pleasure when it's on when they have sex by force." 
Yeah, that's like, that's why you're like, oh, okay, so. I think I would have liked this movie better if he hadn't been such a creepy raper by the end of it. And yeah. Like, I'm like, I liked him up until that point, and I felt that was kind of like a last line to throw in there just to make it gross. Yeah, and, like, and to, eh. like you said, to make him like not a sympathetic character yeah, anymore. To, like, to oh, really okay, get rid I guess you were a thing. piece of shit the whole time. Exactly. And number two, it's that I really feel like, and I get why he did it, I just didn't really like it. I thought that the movie was going to end, and I thought it should have ended with his last breaths and that freeze frame of them, of the two mm-hmm. girls, because I'm like, oh, cool, tight. That's a brutal, dark, glorious, beautiful ending. And then it goes on for one last sexy lesbian sex scene. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I didn't really need that. I thought that was kind of not as good. But my point of view, my, my, my thought process on why that's not a bad thing is that it's not his story. It's the girl's story. And to tighten it up to make sure that it's about two women in love and fighting their freedom. You ended on a last sex scene with them. And it ties in the bells from the story she reads. It's about their, her ultimate liberation. But mm-hmm. I felt that, like, the... I thought it was tying into, like, Polar Express. I'm just never oh. going to watch that movie the same way again. Oh! was a bell for Oh, Christmas. the silver bells! I haven't thought about that <laughs> shit in a million years. Because I, I watched it, like, the last shot is, like, of the moon. And I was like... God, I hope Santa's slave flies no, across I just this. Just go, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. And that's how it ends. You're like, what the fuck? This was a Christmas movie? <laughs> Best left turn ever. Yeah. I would have loved that. Uh, but that was one of my only problems with the movie. I thought that it would have been tighter if it had ended on them. But then I guess that you want to you want to make sure the audience knows it's about these girls and how they're yeah. free. And sexy lesbian stuff. So, I mean... I'm, sex sells. No, yeah, sex sells. And it worked. It did not work. I just thought it would have been a better movie without it. That's okay. been a general complaint I've gotten from people I've shown this to. It's that, why did it... They had another lesbian sex scene at the end? And I guess it clears up any confusion that they left because they're in love, not because they wanted to be free. Hmm. Yeah. The, it's it's touching romantic way to end the movie. I don't... Yeah. I have no complaints about yeah. the way it ended. It's, it's a good ending. <laughs> it's a logical closure point. Yeah, good stuff. Just sexy good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what my question for you was going to be now. Oh, goodness. Stall for time, Ryan. Stall for time. I'm stalling for time right now. Um, <laughs> when the first the first time you saw this, how was what was your impression on the first viewing? Because oh, you've watched first... this a couple times now. Yeah. Um, let's see. My first viewing was, uh, um, I saw it in theaters in New York that I happened, like, that I was just, I went to New York for a weekend, and uh, I found out it was playing in uh, at the Landmark Sunshine, one of my favorite theaters in the world. And I immediately dragged my friends to go see it. Because I was like, guys, the new Park Chan-wook movie. The, the lesbian thing. The lesbian con game. And I saw it. And I, like, really, you, you don't get the impact of how fucking beautiful this movie is sitting in like a living room. That in the theater, huge screen, it's gorgeous. It's fucking, fucking beautiful. And this movie's nothing but gorgeous shots top to bottom. Like his camera moves and everything. Uh, my question was... So you said in the middle of the movie that you were a little confused. Um, so we were able to follow it all the way through by the end? Yeah, by the end, yeah. It's just up. by the end of the first act, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, just, you enjoyed the mindfuck? Yeah, I enjoyed the mindfuck, but that's where I was like, I'm so... Con- I wasn't, like, lost. I'm just, mm. just like, I'm confused at, like, that this movie just tore my head out. Like, it, that's all it was. Like, I, it was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. I, but I was able to follow everything by, like... Middle of second act, everything's becoming, like, really clear. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, I get where we're going now. I get the direction this is heading. Yeah. And then by, you know, end of second act, you're like, okay, now all the pieces are in place. Let's see where everything moves. Yeah, like, that first act is, like, this, the way this movie is plotted is so tight. I mean, it was based on a novel called Fingersmith by man. Fingersmith? Fingersmith. Apparently, That's it's awesome. an old school term for a pickpocket. Oh. But it also sounds like finger blasters. Yeah. Finger blast. We should remake this in America with... Like, just straight-up porn and call Finger Blaster. Okay. 
Done. I would, I would watch it. By Sarah Waters is the writer. Apparently, like, a friend of mine is a big fan of uh, her of her writing. Apparently, they're all really subtle lesbian stories. And I'm like, sure. Here's, here's some of the titles of Sarah Atwater. Sarah Atwater? Sarah Waters books. Tipping the Velvet. That sounds like vaginas. Mm. Affinity. That's just love. Fingersmith. Mm. The Night Watch. That sounds like porn. The Little Stranger. That could be, you know, Ooh, genitals. The Little Stranger. And The Paying Guests. The Paying Guest. All right. I'm all about it. Czechoslovakian, like, hostile movie. <laughs> the Paying Guest. What's up? Let me see a picture of her. She has a broad British face. Yeah, yeah. She's Welsh. Typical white lady. Yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah. But like this, this, this—the first act of this movie is such a—you'd think it was a traditional period piece about just like forbidden love and blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then it completely sideswipes you with, uh, oh my God, innocent lady Hideko is actually a liar. Yeah. Ah. I was, uh, I was, uh, I had to ask you to clarify it for me because it wasn't clear immediately the time period. Hmm. Because like there was still some of that like, eighteen hundred like looking like, architecture. Yeah. And I was like, where are we? And then I saw, you know, like, a train like that looked like it was mm-hmm. pretty well into use. And then you clarified it's like World War One. Yeah, post-World War One era, yeah. um, Korea and Japan. Japan was still occupying Korea. I don't think Japan so like the left... the 20s? Yeah, 20s, 19-teens. Okay. That sounds about right, right? Yeah, it sounds about right. My, my knowledge of Korean history is dim at best. I'm sorry, audiences. I know that you come to me for this, but I just don't have it. Yeah, I'm not here for the knowledge. That's why we bring you. <laughs> You're here for the the beard and the glory and the yes. Yeah, that's that's kind of. So, awkward. how many people have you showed this to? Um, you know, just uh, my my friends who I dragged to it. Um, Daniel, our guest from a previous episode. What was Daniel's take? Um, Daniel loved it. Did he? Danny, Danny's a and he's gonna hear this. Danny's a big old pervert and he loves this kind of thing. He's cool. all about it. I mean, like. I think I'm the more S&M guy, but he just enjoys, like, he, he loves a good lesbian story. Who doesn't love a good lesbian story? That's a good point. I think even grody dudes love lesbian stories. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call this strictly a lesbian story. It's it's certainly there at the it's, end of the day. It's a love story. It's a lesbian love story. It's just a love story. Well, all right. We don't need labels, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I Say it again. I really like this movie. I don't know mm-hmm. if any of, like... You're the only person I would show this movie to because you're yeah, the only really? one who like appreciate it. Like I don't. You don't think like some of our other friends would get into this? I think this is a really straightforwardly enjoyable movie. I feel that this is one of his actually much more approachable ones. Cause uh, so Park Chan Wook he uh, started out in the mid aughts making a uh, like he's famous for his revenge trilogy. Yes. The old boys part two of that. They're not connected at all by anything but theme. Okay. And they're about. It's like the. Three flavors. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. They're they're all tied up stories about the futility of brutal revenge, and they're fucking incredible movies. They're dark as shit, and they're visually glorious, and they're really really sad and bloody and such. And I feel this one is just kind of it's like you know, Pride and Prejudice, except in Asia and con game. Yeah, it's classy. It's a very it's very straightforward. If I think that most people if you can get them to sit through like the 3 hour runtime, it's there's not a lot to not get about this movie. Yeah, it's not like it's like I said, it's not an unenjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. It's just I think people are a little bit intimidated by 3 hours of running, subtitles. Yeah, a longer running time. Is that at a certain point like subtitles who cares? You Yeah. Like, no, I'm I'm it, I'm in your movie flowed nothing about it like I was like, eh, well, I have to read these fucking subtitles. Mm-hmm. This sucks." Now, it's Ten minutes in, you're used to subtitles. Yeah. Let me ask you, at what point did this movie sell you? 
Uh, sell me. Probably by the end, uh, end of the first act. Oh, That's... yeah, before that, you were just kind of like, sure, sure, sure. No, it, it wasn't like, ah, uh, like, ah, uh, fucking gotta watch the rest of this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. But by the end of act one, I was like, okay, this is heating up, and this is really, like, piquing my interest at this point. Mm-hmm. Now that there's, like, more, the, another layer to this movie. Yeah. That's when it really, like, hooked me, and I was like, oh, done and done, son. Yeah, you really get to know and love each of these characters, except yeah. for, like, you know, the, the pervy uncle. But yeah. even, even he has his cool moments, though. By that end of the, the dicks and jars and the big old octopus. Oh, yeah, that's... Well, this is the... Like I said, the the origination of tentacle porn is in this yep. movie. That, that, that original painting. Yeah, it's um, Famous from beautiful. Mad Men at this point now as well. Really? Yeah, Mad Men is a famous plot point where uh, the one character has that painting in his office. Oh, okay. I guess I gotta start watching Mad Men now, too. Yeah, have you, have you not? No. Oh, man. Shoot, you I'm know bad. my giant like, stack of movies that I go out and buy. There's like 30 on there that I haven't watched yet. I have like four of yours. They're just like lying around there in my like living room. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I'll get on The Conjuring and finish Alpha Dog at some point. Oh, dude, Conjuring's so good. I, I just haven't put them in. I borrow movies from the library all the time and don't return them. Yeah. I give them so we'll much money. You. Yeah, no, they, they really care about that shit. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel bad. Yeah, you should. It'll be fine. Yeah, Whatever. Just borrowing. They're rich. We're in a rich neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess I would call it an affluent neighborhood yes, down there, overlooking the city landscape. Yes, indeed. Beautiful, beautiful. Pennsylvania. Beautiful. But so, um, what were your what were your like last thoughts on before we get into our games? Like, what's your what are your overall like? So you'd only really suggest this one to me? Uh, uh, you don't think, I, uh, I, I'm thinking my uh, my neighbor would enjoy it. Oh, word. Yeah, my neighbor's a really big film freak, and now I'm thinking about. It, I'm like, yeah, he would probably watch this if he mm-hmm. hasn't already. Yeah, Maybe. I love the poster for this movie. Have you seen it? No, is it just the cover? Or it's is a it... cover, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like it's one of those pictures where it's just yeah, because you all wanted that poster. And I love that poster so much. It's just you know all of them kind of standing at odd angles, mm-hmm. but then if you look closely, everyone has their hand around each other somehow, like clasping someone's hair or like just creepily on a shoulder. It's a really subtle and beautiful poster. I'm gonna take a look at that again instead yeah. for a few minutes. It's a beauty. Like all the gloves. This is like a fetishy movie for in all levels of like architecture and mm-hmm. well, I mean, a little bit of not really. There's food. a little. There's a little bit of grime on this movie. Yeah, it's it's a very very pretty movie that's also grody at the same time. Yeah, it's great. I, I again, five out of five. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna give it. Take that, white America. I'm gonna give it five samurai swords out of five. Man, there, she is Japanese. For a second, I was like, well, they're Korean. Oh, you know, half Japanese woman. Did you know that the main character, the Lady Hidako, not Japanese at all? Really? Totally just Korean. Oh. Didn't know that. Yep. Kim Min-hee, I think her name is. Let's find out again. Yeah, she's a really um, good actress. I think Kim Tyree, the woman who played uh, um, Namsu, the actual handmaiden, she won uh, Best New Actress for this movie. Deserved. Yeah, no. She's Every, so everyone in this movie is very well acted. There's no one that's like pulls out, like pulls you out of the movie by mm-hmm. being a shitty actor or actress. They're all very good at what they do, so very well deserved. I would love to see like another. I would watch any like another like Korean film with any one of these I'm actors so or actresses in it. So like, like, it's one of my film goals as a film person to get people to watch these Korean films because I think they're fucking incredible and they just don't get a lot of play. I mean, people don't really get them. That I kind of like. I'm trying to figure out what, which ones I'm going to make you watch for the show, because we're going to do Old Boy after this one. Uh, maybe uh, two. Yeah, you said, is that your next after uh, my 
Um, my next pick for you, just for a breath of fresh air, we're gonna do Wetlands, finally. Oh, for those of you who wanted to hear Wetlands, and I can't imagine there's anyone besides me, sorry, I really wanted to do this one, because it just came out on Blu-ray, and it'll be more timely. Then I'll do Wetlands, then I'll do Old Boy. And I think you're gonna love Old... If you like this, you're gonna love Old Boy. Okay. I'm so... Down. I've heard nothing but good things about Old Boy, and it's just kind of escaped me. I've been waiting for mm -hmm. someone, to, like, a friend someone to tell me like how good me. it is. Yeah. Yep. Um... There's one other Korean film that I kind of want to immediately get you to watch, and I think it's on Netflix. And it, it's oh, it's an okay fit for the show, but I think it's just a really fucking good movie. It's called The Host. Okay. It, not to be confused with the Stephanie Meyer movie. I might have mentioned it on the show. I think I told the story about how uh, a uh, girl, I posted on Facebook, someone stole my copy of The Host. Who is it? And some poor, innocent Russian girl in France was like, isn't that the best book by Stephanie Meyer? And oh, like, yeah, I do remember you saying yeah. this. But no, the Korean film, it's on Netflix, it's a monster movie, it's fucking great. I do love monster movies. I think your wife would get behind it as well. It's, it's a, like, my parents loved it. It's a very funny, smart, like, there's Spielbergian elements to it. So like it's very that. approachable, but it's also really affecting and bloody and violent and awesome. Cool. I'll it's about a family that. hunting a monster. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, you, you would love it. You know, my love of team films and of mm -hmm. monster movies and yes. that everything together. So let's play a game, Ryan. What game would you like to play? Um, oh man, just tic-tac-toe, I guess. Tic-tac-toe? Yeah. Well, let me get the papers. All right, let's, oh, just, let's, let's just ruffle some papers for a minute. Um, I just got a, let's see. There you go, that's oh, just a little my... sound effect for the day. Awesome. Yeah, uh, game, so we want to play the oh, remake -y? Sure, remake -y. How would you, Ryan Snyder, remake this movie? And Whitewash it, it all the way Whitewash, across the board. Whitewash! No, I wouldn't do that. Um, well, it was, this is... I don't think it would apply. This It was based on a British novel. It was originally British. He, really? Yeah, no. The characters, it was originally like Victorian England. No, yeah, it's, it took up, it took place in, in England. That's like, the characters' names are like Susan and like... Oh, that's boring. Whitney. <laughs> Susan and Whitney. Brit, you know, Taylor, Madison. Oh, it's uh, Sue and um, Maud. Oh, that's yeah. adorable. Yeah, isn't that great? We know like this. This would work. I wonder if there was an American version of like not American, because it's it's, it's not whitewashing. It was originally white. There's so many stupid like Victorian like stories. Like I think mm -hmm. translating this to like Korea, Jap uh, Japan is like it. It makes it better. It was a really it's cool better for the translation. I, mean, I love I love the fact that he did that. It's so cool. I think uh, he, uh, Park Chan Wook did an American movie a couple years ago called Stoker. Stoker. Starring Mia Wasikowska and uh, Matthew Good and Nicole Kidman. It doesn't really work. I think that it's... Oh, the, the, with the uh, Ozymandias, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Have you seen I, that one? No, I, I remember, like, coming across a trailer a while ago, and I never watched it because it, it didn't, like, play well yeah, from Matthew, what I heard. I, I, somebody I knew saw it was like, don't work, don't bother with it. Yeah, it, it's okay. It's very, very pretty, but I think it's one of those, another unfortunate case where, like, something is lost in translation. It doesn't, okay. It doesn't quite work, but it's a very visually enjoyable movie. Okay. But, I mean, like, I'm all about the whitewashing for this one. I'm okay with whitewashing. Remind me to bring mm. up Ghost in the Shell during our post-review talk. Okay, Ghost in the Shell talk. That's what you want. Yep. Okay, well, If you want to see me get extra angry again. I do. And I, I have something to address, too, once post. Sure. But anyway, yeah, remake or anything yeah. like that? No. Like, no? I no, I don't think it, it, okay, it just if, came out. What if you had to? Gun uh, to your head. Why do you, you always must? do this? Because it's more fun that way. Always give me the gun to the head. Uh, what would I do? Would you stick of it being British? Would you make it American? How would I change it? Uh, I would give it to a different... Just give it to a different director and see what happens. Mm. That's pretty much it. Who would you pick? Who would I pick? Besides Edgar Wright. You know, I just referenced Spike Jones. Why not? Oh, yeah, he'd make something super interesting if that. Yeah, I could see that. 
I could, I could see like a super like like not stilted is the wrong word but like a fancy version of this by like Jane Campion director of the piano she'd make okay. a beautiful period piece out of this but yeah. that'd be kind of weird but I think this movie is so tonally interesting that I, I, I would want someone unexpected to do it like who is weird and British and cool I mean just saw the Thor trailer give it to Taika Watiti. okay fine give it to him give it weird have him take it who, take any, it anyone, anyone weird you would put in these roles then Let's see. Uh, Just to make it extra interesting. Hmm. You know what I always like to do is I like to do gender reverses, so let's have it be a bunch of gay dudes. Oh, so you want to revisit the cruising talk again. <laughs> Back to cruising. Now, if it was girls, I don't, I don't know who I'd want to do. Someone like, I mean, I love Mia Wasikowska. I think she'd be perfect for it. Okay. I mean, like, just re-team that, that. I haven't seen her Jane Eyre yet, and I like Jane Eyre a lot. Mm-hmm. I think there's, there's a couple of Jane Eyre illusions in this. Okay. I like a good gothic romance. I'm all okay. about that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Wasn't there a movie a couple of years ago with uh, Numi Rapace and like Rooney Mara or someone about Maybe. like lesbians and thrillers? Was that the girl with the dragon thing? No. But, that oh, some... that's kind of ironic. I, that's probably why I said it. No, there was uh, something else. So Numi Rapace like... and some kind of sexy. It might have been Rachel McAdams. Maybe. Maybe. I would take Carla Guguino mm. and Vera Farmiga. Oh, make them older? Yeah. Make they them are very older. sexy women. And let's age down mm-hmm. the uh, the gentleman. Oh, okay. I don't know how old he is anymore, but I, someone like really grody. Let's pick like a Matthew Lillard or something. Oh. For the count. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I like it. Actually, I like it, Ryan. Make it like a, a punk rock fantasy. <laughs> go full uh, Streets of Fire with yeah, it? Go, which is coming soon. Is that our next Co- episode? No, it will not be. I'm going to pick something. It's uh, my copy from Shot Factory. Shout out. Yay! Uh, will not be here until the end of the month. Boo! Yeah, So, and it's still the beginning of said month right now. So my next pick, question mark. I have mm-hmm. some ideas. Okay. But I never know mine on air. You know this. I'm always That's like true. two days after this, I'll text you at like three in the morning, and you're always like, "That's a weird pick, but whatever <laughs> you want to do, dude." I've, I've been right a couple times so far. Yeah, you're uh, two out of two on like do, what do the you fuck. Want, do you want me to try and fight your picks if I think they're a weird pick? Yes. Okay, good. Because yes. I was like, I was like, huh? I wonder why he picked picked uh, the Italian job. Yeah. Your choice. Yeah. But okay. I just I. From seeing that one YouTube clip of a car blowing up, mm-hmm. I was like, cool, there's violence because there's a car blowing up. And not really. One so, car no. blow up doth not a sex and violence movie make. <sighs> That's Shakespeare. Yeah, you mm-hmm. should put that, you know, tattoo oh, on your face. Oh, sure, I can yeah. do that. I, I have a lot more real estate now that I've committed to tattooing the rest of my body. Yeah, ah. there's Oops. a lot of open real estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, uh, nothing else for a remake no. <laughs> that I can think of. Just give it to a weird director and put, I just want to see that sex scene between those two actresses. Yeah. Those are my, like, like when everyone's like, oh, who's your, like, hottest actress? Like, everyone always goes, like, real, like, young girls. I'm like, nah. Carla Guguino, Vera Farmiga. Is it Guguino the Gugino? Gugino? I don't know. Tweet at us! Yeah, I don't know. I'm an idiot. Do we have a Twitter yet? No. We're, we should probably we? get that. Yeah. I've been setting up the Instagram. I haven't gone around. The, no. Oh, so we're Twitter. live now. Yeah, we're live. We're recording this with the, with our website live. Yeah, we've been up for almost a week. Yep. Sex and violence, the word and, dot space. Yes, that's that. Go there, check it out. We've got some episodes up on there, and we got the episodes up on iTunes officially too. Hell yeah! Yeah. If you are look, if you're only going to the website, and you can't find us in the iTunes store, it's a uh, sex plus, plus symbol. Violence. Yes. Yeah, I think Daniel's trying to fix that. Daniel's been doing, taking care of our web stuff, so yeah. I think he's trying to fix that because we just found that the plus was really aesthetically pleasing on the website. Yeah. So I think we gotta make it at the ampersand monkey poo. Yeah. 
Uh, that was my favorite text that I sent to you guys. I really I enjoyed it. I put it an ampersand, and I just sent a picture of why the last man's monkey. Mm-hmm. Ah, That's beautiful. a good one. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the Handmaiden? Would you like love? Would you like? So it's just me and some other people who would just enjoy it, kind of. Yeah, because like I, I, I had talked to you about this earlier today that like, my one of my closest friends, like he and I agree on like a lot of the movies we watched growing up. Like mm-hmm. we still have that baseline, but now that we're like adults and we're seeing things, we're splitting on like a lot of movies, like. He loved Rogue One. I really didn't. I loved Logan. He really didn't. And I was like, what the hell happened to us? Dude, we love Star Wars. We love comic book movies. How are we both diverging in separate I think areas he became a sensitive young man, and he, made, he remained a tough dude. Yeah, he's a cop, so Yeah, he's a cop, yeah. so that helps. And, um, it's, it's like my brother and I. He he like, he like leaned into the masculinity thing, and yeah. I leaned into the sensitive thing. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with sensitive things. Yeah, there's no. some really, and there's some really great, awesome, like macho blow shit up mm-hmm. shit too. As well, there is some like teen weepies. Yeah, I think if you can't enjoy everything, then you're depriving yourself of something. I agree. You gotta find, you gotta find what works for you. Never be one of those listeners. Never be one of those people who says I listen to everything except rap and country because that makes you stupid. Yes, it does. You are because wrong. the old ninety sevens are great. True tale. Yeah. <sighs> I should just write a pilot of that thing to see if I could do it. That would be good. Yeah. All right, I'm on it. All right, do it. Okay. So, on to right. movie news. On to movie news and some chit-chat. You just watched that trailer. I didn't watch it yet, but you said mm-hmm. you're on board for Thor. Thor, Ragnarok. It looks really good. I was a little worried at first because it starts with, you know, uh, Immigrant Song. Is that what it's called? Oh, is it like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, that thing? Karen O's version still sends chills up my spine. Okay. I remember I thought the song became really lame when they used it in one of the Shrek, Shrek. movies. And yeah. I was like, yep, yep, I think it's overdone, so I was a little worried, but you know, I think it applies for Thor, but the trailer looks really good. I can't, you want to watch it on air? Yeah, we can watch it let's on watch air. Let's watch it on air. All right, yeah, let's All do right. that. That's let's fine. have some real reactions. Our real dear reactions. Friend, it's real reactions. Real spelled R-E-E. With, Ooh, look yeah, at you. Yeah, with Gabe and Ryan. You really are a writer. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an amusing guy. I can, yeah, I can be funny. I've always found you amusing. Oh, thank you, babe. Oh, babe. Thanks, Do you babe. think that they're using all these songs because of the success of, uh, what is it, uh, Guardians? Guardians? Oh, totally. Yeah. We, we follow, people follow trends. All right, so listen up, everyone. Well, I know what you're thinking. How did this happen? My hands are shaking from all the coffee. Well, it's a long story. Kate Blanchett. That's pretty cool. Also, I guess my hands are shaking from excitement. I don't know who she's supposed to be. Are you a Thor guy? No. I mean, movies, but not comics. Yeah. And there's Tessa Thompson, who I like a lot. Pretty wild, dude. Yeah, it looks really exciting. It looks really strange, and I'm super pumped. Oops. There's Goldblum. Some kind of space. No, they're really doubling down the '80s. Yeah. <gasps> Tom. It's main event time. What do you make of the haircut? Um. Uh, it's a little different. What? 
He's a friend from work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It looks super Oh, dude, that looks so cool. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm so sold on that. That's awesome. And you're like, I, I, I just never really cared about Thor, but that looks so fucking good. That looks really cool. And that's that for real like, reactions. I like that trailer better than I like the trailer for uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, no, absolutely. I really do. That's really fun. I think mean, like, it's because the Taika Waititi is a really interesting. Like he's he's a he's a comedian. He's a musician. He's a, he's like a real Renaissance man. I, I love what we do in the shadows. I think it's super exciting when you get like a, a different kind of director and you give him a chance. And yeah. I think it looks great. I haven't seen Cop Car. I don't know the deal with director of Spider-Man, but I think Thor Ragnarok looks fucking awesome. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm totally totally sold just on that one little trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I had that big laugh at the end too. I'm just like, oh, that's so yeah, fucking that's great. Good. That's so funny. Oh, I'm gonna watch that like ten times tonight. Mm. Just have an like unending loop playlist of like Baby Driver International, Baby Driver um, National, Thor Ragnarok trailer. Ah, great. It's gonna brush my teeth. I'll have it memorized. Mm. Mm. So good. Mm. Uh, actually, other Marvel stuff. I mentioned on the last show that uh, I had heard that Iron Fist was terrible. I was oh, like, yeah. Hey, I'll and get you're to into it. it. I'm so into it. I really? Wa- yeah, the wife and I watched the whole thing in like a week. And I really enjoyed it. Guys, don't listen to the haters. <laughs> Form your own opinion about things. Watch things and then give an opinion. It's really getting trashed. It was getting trashed like by all reviewers. I, I and audience scores were like, I've seen much, the first half better. of the first episode and I don't hate it. I mean, like, it, like the press has been exceedingly negative on it, and it hasn't it didn't burn me. But I definitely I'm not in. Don't get me wrong. I I there's a reason why I stopped halfway. I definitely stopped caring. But if you know if you say it's it's worthwhile, I'm just gonna keep on powering through. I thought it was cool. I mean, I still have to finish Westworld. Westworld's great. Well, see, see exactly. Would you recommend I finish Westworld first? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Westworld's like. Far and away the clear winner in that battle. All right. Westworld's great. I like Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, there's some nice twists and turns in there. How far are you from finishing Westworld? I'm, I'm like, I just finished episode three or something. Oh, and it's only like eight or ten. Is yeah. it ten? It's it's real short. All right. It took like two years to make this, <laughs> and it was gonna be like another two years till we get a season two there's out of this. There's so it's much so, art I have to do. I have like a. Uh, it's hard. It's hard. Daniel and I are starting a new podcast as well. Quick plug on that. Where uh, where we we're doing a book club, and uh, if you ever want to join us as a guest on our show, it'd be fun as well. Oh, thanks, man. We're doing what's it called? We're doing a. Uh, I think we're calling it Slow Readers. We're doing Animal Farm. So. Oh, the George Orwell. Orwell, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be us reading books that we don't want to read. You know, guys never read that, or you didn't nope. want to read it. I might never got around to it. Oh, I read it in high school. It's pretty. It's yeah, pretty solid. It. It's a it's a real like breezy read. Yeah, that's what that's what he's saying. <laughs> we'll get on it. Then you can read a book with us. It'll be fun. Right, we'll think about it. You might read like something really unpleasant or porn. Who knows? Or porn? Yeah, read the articles. Yes. That's a good one. Uh, you wanted to talk about whitewashing. Sure. So, bring it up to you. Ryan, do you have any interest in seeing Ghost in the Shell? I was, n- I never watched any of the source material. I watched a couple trailers and I was like, eh, it's not for me. Mm. I'd like, I'm not like actively hating on it or anything. It just doesn't look like something I would go and see. Yeah, um, honestly, uh, it, it has some truly, truly offensive whitewashing in it to me, I feel. And I kind of like, it's, they literally, they do some literal, I'm going to spoil this movie as well, people, go so be ready for it. Uh, so, when the announcement came out, I like Ghost in the Shell. I'm not obsessed with it. I read some of the comics, and I've seen most of the original movie, and I've seen some of a. Was it just? A, I thought it was concept. a TV show. It was just a movie. 
Oh, originally it was an 80s movie, and apparently, like, I've seen most of it. It's really fucking cool. It's beautiful. But... You know, the point behind Ghost in the Shell is just, it's a, it's a cop story. It's about people doing their jobs, about badasses doing their jobs. It's not about, you know, a, personal, a person's growth journey. It's not a hero's journey story. It's not like that. So when they did it for the movie, I was just kind of like, you know what? That's how it has to be. I get it. I made a lot of excuses for this movie before it came out because I wanted it to be okay. I really did. That I... I I'm not one to be all about whitewashing backlash. I don't really care that much. I get it. Hollywood is a business. You can't make demands of people who want to make money. I, it's fine. It, it's like barking up the wrong tree for me. I think that's a dumb That's a dumb way to spend your time. But this movie, really, I feel so betrayed, Ryan. I'm sorry. I, I, I spend so much time telling people, hey, it's probably going to be fine. You know what? It takes place in the future. If you want to have a white woman be a cop in Japan, fine. Who cares? It's, it's the future. Who are we to say? My whole logic was that her name was the Major. That's the character's name, the Major. And as long as they never said the name Motoko Kusanagi, which is the name of the character in the comic and the anime and the TV show, I'd be fine. Okay. As long as the, this white woman is not named Motoko Kusanagi. So you like they had to actually like double down on like the whitewashing. Like her name yeah. should be like Jane Smith if yeah. she's gonna be her white. Her name in the movie is Marakillian, Major Marakillian. Fine, she's a white person name. That's fine. I'm okay with this. This is good. Like they did in the Old Boy remake. That was one clever thing they did. They kept the tone of the names while also changing them. Instead of Odessu, he's Joe Desset. I'm like sure, okay. cool. That's a clever way to do about that. But this movie, dude, like. So the plot of the movie is they make it into RoboCop. Um, Ghost in the Shell is not RoboCop. It's 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 its own thing. And instead they make it all about how Scarlett Johansson has a mysterious past and she wants to find out what her past is. And it turns out she was a Japanese woman named mm. Motoko Kusanagi. She was a runaway. You, like Scarlett Johansson visits her mom without realizing it's her mom, and she's a Japanese woman. It's fine, and it's like, oh my, do- oh, I'm gonna do a def- the offensive accent just okay, to copy it. it. She's like, oh, hello, you, you remind me of my daughter, Motoko, and I'm like, you fuckers, you're not doing this. Are you really doing this? And you know the whole the point of the movie is they're chasing this guy named Kuze. He's like a super hacker. Turns out he's also a cyborg, and it turns out he was best friends of Motoko. And they were like young kids. They were teenage Japanese runaways. And in the most tone-deaf, fucking unbelievable... It's, it's not offensive like someone shouting the N-word. It's offensive like, how stupid are you? How ignorant are you? Did you think this is fine? So it's just ignorance and it's ignorance, ignorance that's they, offensive. Yeah, they thought they were doing... I think they thought they were doing right by the character when I think that they really just made it hideous that... There is a scene that's the. Mo- I watch it if my jaw dropped because I, I couldn't believe how fucking stupid it was. Where they go to where they were as young people and they look at each other, um, the major and Kuze, and played by Michael Pitt. Again, the performances are actually good. These are good performances. But she goes to him and she's like, Is it really you, Hideo? He's like, Is that really you, Motoko? And I'm like, you fuckers! Wow. You fuckers! No! N- you fuckers! And there's a scene at the very end of the movie where she visits the grave of Motsuko Kusanagi. And I'm like, you stupid assholes! How fucking dumb are you? It, it, it was... They literally whitewashed the character to make her into a white woman. Wow. And, you know, 
Danny pointed. I saw it with him. He made okay. this point that if it if the plot point had been that she just changed her face and she didn't care and she happened to pick a white person face, fine. But the the Robocop there is an evil organization that made her into a white woman and it's just so fucking stupid, mm. dude. Oh, it 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 physically hurt me. It made me feel like I need to become a social justice warrior, and I'm like, I'm Damn. not that guy. I hate that yeah. thing. But oh man, dude, it was terrible. That sucks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you just pushed me further away from seeing yeah. it. So. I'm um, audience. If you liked it, it's not a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you did. You did uh, say that after the first time you ranted to me. Like, ah, it's not a bad movie, but yeah. it's like. It's just super... probably even a pretty okay movie. It might even be good, but the whitewashing thing is just like, I, I, what's what's bigger than hanging a lampshade on a problem? It's like, they they realize there's a race problem, and instead of being subtle about it because people are going to be angry anyway they somehow overcorrected so horribly it became hideous it's yeah. like plastic surgery gone wrong it's like you were beautiful before but now you made yourself fucking creepy looking okay so I hated that there's that well maybe this will be like a, 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 in the long run like a good thing because the, you know how they wanted to do like a Akira live action for so long Maybe this is going to be something where, like, you know what, maybe we should, like, keep it, like, have an actual, like, Japanese director, Japanese, like, make it actually, like, a Japanese film instead of, like, putting it in Hollywood. No, honestly, or if you're going to Hollywoodize it, don't, like, bastardize it like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Or just make it a Hollywood movie. Just pretend it takes place in America. That's fine. Don't be white people pretending to be Japanese. That's hideous. Yeah. Don't do it. It's gross and I hate it. Make it, instead of about Kaneda and Tetsuo, have it be about Ken and Tom and their American motorcycle riders who get involved in some kind of nuclear horrible thing. Fine. Just go all the way. Don't half-ass it. Don't give me a half-measure that you think's gonna please me, because instead you just piss me off. Okay. Yeah. I don't don't piss them off. Don't piss me off, people. Don't get me started. I have a microphone and you don't. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure they do. Yeah, they, they have a lot micro- of microphones. Bigger microphones. I mean, we can just talk about How's the backlash before. online been over it? You seen anything? Uh, I read a little bit about it and it's fine. People are, they have, they have the same thoughts I do. Okay. That it's, I'm sure if I wanted to do some real gymnastics, I could see why thematically what they did make sense. But my knee jerk, my immediate offended, I'm an Asian person. My immediate offense was very, very, very clear. Okay. Yeah, it was. You were pretty pissed off when you first talked to me about it last week. I was like, "Oh shit, dude! I didn't make it." <laughs> didn't you, sorry. Ryan? Didn't you and Ryan America like, do it? I don't even like Ghost in the Shell. Weren't you the writer of this movie, Ryan? <sighs> Damn it, you got me. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I saw Your Name, this lovely anime film that is apparently been crushing like all box office records in all of Asia. Highly recommend that. It was lovely. It's a nice little okay. body switching charmer that gets real fucking dark. Cool. So I recommend that. All right. What about you, Ryan? Uh, any movie news? Any rants? Any tirades? Not really. I didn't really watch too You're much. You're more mellow than I am about these things. I'm more mellow about everything, dude. That's true. I'm just like constantly on tranquilizers, I think. You're it's easy like, like Sunday morning. Yeah, exactly. I'm Lionel Richie, baby. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What What did I see? Did I talk about... What was the last time we recorded? I don't know if... It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, I watched Point Break for the first time mm. ever uh, during our like snowstorm we had. And that was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, great time with that. Uh-huh. So I caught up on a movie from like the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. that's me. Uh, other than that, I don't think I've watched too much new. Uh, new Rick and Morty. Uh, missed I, that? I gotta catch that. Yeah, yeah it's, pretty, it's pretty fucking fun. I think I'll wait till it airs. 
Yeah, it's it did air. It, it's been on TV. Oh, it has. Yeah, it didn't Whoops. just. It wasn't just like streaming. Like it's been on like TV. Well, all right then. Yeah, like I've seen it on Cartoon Network. Like, I've watched the episode like three times on TV <laughs> now because I just randomly click it on. I'm like, oh, Rick and Morty's on again. I guess I'll watch it because it's a fucking funny episode. All right, I can dig that. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else indeed, right? Um, nothing else news really coming out that mm-hmm. we're gonna go see. Last thing I saw in theaters was Logan. Yeah. That was really? the last one. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I haven't been in the... No, no. I saw Beauty and the Beast and we talked oh, about that. Oh, you were that. talking about that. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to see Kong Skull Island. Mm, Kong Skull? Kong Skull Island? Right. Kong Skull Island. Oh, I, I just like calling it Kong Skull. Oh, Kong Colin Skull? Island. Okay. Gotcha. That's much funnier. Kong Skull Island. Yeah, I had a couple of regulars who came in uh, that went to go see it and they said it was awesome and I was like, what about the, the post credits? You guys watched that? And then they were like... We didn't even know there was one. I was yeah, like, dude, you have to sit in your cool. seat like a trained monkey with these things. Like, Clearly there's a bigger universe in Clearly it. you are not researching movies before mm-hmm. you go see them like I do because mm-hmm. I'm smart. Because we're obsessed. Yeah, which I actually didn't research Logan and I sat there like an idiot Uh-oh. for the yeah, two should, credits. I, was like, I, I tend to just Google oh. it when the credits start. Yeah. Like, is there a post-credits? And if there's not, I'm like, well, I'm out. Yeah. Did, did you Google? No, you didn't Google or sitting there. Or you would have told us. Because you sat through the whole credits. Oh, yeah. Us. Oh, no. Well, usually that's what I'll do. Oh, okay. Just I either not, forgot. For... Just not when your friends were there. Yep. Thanks, man. It was a full It was a full house. Normally, I'm there at, like, Monday at, like, 3 p.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, yeah. I go think... see Logan again. Go everyone. see Logan again, and I'll wait for whatever movie's coming out next. I don't know what I'm going to go see. You should see. see your name. I should? You. I really do think you should. It's fucking... Is it... Like, where's it playing? Like, it's I... playing at the... Um, it's playing at the one by the airport. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's playing there. I might see it tonight. I, I, you know, I don't have much of a life. Oh, well. Instead of writing, I'm just gonna watch your name again. Solid, solid yeah. plan. I yeah. think so. Uh, so we should talk about next time. It's my pick. What's your again. pick, Ryan? What's your pick? Uh, I don't know. Do you have a list? Do you have a little baby list? Yeah, uh, in my head. Like I said, my if I can never think of anything, I'll just pull out Killer Clowns. Okay. That's always my back pocket pick. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of want to watch something new, or make you watch something new, or sure. Maybe I don't know. I gotta think about it. I'll do some research and fight me this time, please. Okay. If it's like another like cruising situation, like no, you you don't want to do that to yourself. Don't to do that cruising. to us. To be fair, I was very curious, and I'm glad I can finally say I saw like like you have Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm glad I can say I saw cruising, so I can tell people to not do it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. We took a bullet for you, people. <sighs> it was a big bullet. We took two. We took so, one and a half. Of so that we'll do documentary. my. My pick, your pick, mm-hmm. and then after that, it should be time for Streets of Fire. Yeah! So, hopefully, and that'll be my first guest, Lawrence, bringing him on, friend of both of ours. Sweet, sweet of, man, Lawrence. Yeah, sweet boy. He's great. Uh, but he was, the reason I want him on is he's doing a, a showing of the Warriors in June at the, the movie mm. theater he works at. And same director, so I was like, hey man, Walter want to come on and watch Streets of Fire? And he's never <laughs> seen it either, so. That's a good one. Yeah, I think we're going to have fun with it. Uh, so that's the next three planned out. Me, you, Streets of Fire. And yeah. you're, are I'm, you still goofing around on what yours is? For... I'm pretty sure we're going to do Wetlands finally. Pretty sure? Yeah, I'm like 90% of Wetlands. Because my whole question was, do we, do we do Old Boy first? Or do we Wetland first? Or do I just jump into wet, um, Handmaiden? I figured Handmaiden was right because it just came out. So Yeah, it was a good choice. Like we said, everyone go see it if you haven't already. It's pretty awesome. Now available on Blu-ray. It is indeed. Yeah, I, and I'm I sure it's on it. like... Amazon Prime or something to like download right, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's everywhere. If you can't find it, you're stupid. Yeah, yeah I tweet don't at me, hang out. If you can download a podcast but you don't know how to get <laughs> download a movie, <laughs> I, I can't help wrong. you. I'm I so can't sorry. help you anymore. So right. that's it for this week. 
Yeah, that's all for now. All right, well, we'll see you guys next time we decide to watch a movie and record yeah. for Sex and Violence. I'm Ryan Snyder. I'm Gabriel Mara. Bye. Bye, guys.